what's good what's going on everybody you already know who this is and it's definitely your favorite sofa child <sighs> shark coming back at you once again at the utmost higher self amari and we're gonna do things a little different today on the peg podcast tonight we're gonna do something called marriage talk and before we get started on the new segment of marriage talk we always got to bring it in with some peace some love and prayer so Everyone that's listening and will be listening, would you just take a moment of silence to bow your head and a word of prayer with me? Father God, we come to you as humble as we want to know, as we know how, just saying thank you. We're not asking, we're not asking for you to give, we're not asking for you to um to receive. Father God, we're just asking for grace. We're asking for mercy. We're asking for peace, Father God. We ask that you put your hands on each and last everyone that's listening around the world no matter what time it is we put your hands on them and just and just put nothing but grace and love over their loved ones no matter what they're going through no matter the time or the place father god just put your hands on them let them know that everything will be okay in your will and your will will be done in your holy name that we all pray thank you father god amen amen hey so you already know we come back into the pg podcast positive energy generation it's all about positive energy but I'm, i gotta be real with you guys sometimes people run from the real people run from what's really going on and a new segment that we brought to the table is called marriage talk and i got my wife nelly blue onto the call onto the segment with us because it's important it can't be a marriage without the next person so the reason why we decided to make and create Marriage Talk of PG Podcast is to give um, the listeners out there that are with a, a significant other, are, are, are with their spouses, and even if you guys are your fiance and you wanted to embark that new journey, just letting you know that we understand, one, we've been here, and we're going to talk about those things that is going to help us understand our marriage so that we can grow and stay together, because that's why we got married in the first place. So, Natalie Blue, how you doing? How you doing? Hey, babe. How you doing? Hey, everybody knows who you are. You've been on the podcast before, speaking positive energy, um, especially when you first took that leap of faith into healing, into everything. Now we're on to the podcast talking about marriage talk. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a lot different. Yeah. Um, and I know since we've been married, we have had times. Mm-hmm. Um, what can you say about the marriage? You know, it's your first marriage. And um, like many people, it could be their first marriage, second marriage, or first real marriage. So what is some some things that you've seen into your marriage that maybe you wouldn't have thought at first? I don't know. Well, I would say that um, being able to be an individual being individual but as well um being synchronized with someone else mm-hmm. that is something that's very important to keep who you are because that's who you how you met each other and what made you fall in love with right. that person but then also combining lives together can not I wouldn't say a challenge but it could be a challenge to some people. Uh, merging lives. Merging lives yeah. from different ways, different things, different ways that you move or different ways that, you know, that everyone, everyone's lives are different and then we put them together. Right. Hey, so that's the purpose of marriage talk, right? To, to share other people that experience. So we, we both have written down five questions that neither you and I have read to each other. These are five questions that we've created. And so we're going to ask each other five questions that we want to ask each other on Marriage Talk so that we can dive deep inside each other's mindset and see where we can come together at the end on how to not only inspire the next couples and people of how to um, deal with that a part of the relationship, but how to understand that growth. So, um, Natalie, thanks. How about you go first, you do one question, and then I do the next question, and we'll do every question back and forth until we hit number five, all right, between each other. So, 10 questions is all, and so, you ready? Yeah. Hey, all right, let's get it. All right, so, babe, you go first with your first question. Okay, my first question is, 
Do you sometimes question if I love you the same way you love me? Mm. You know, I got to be real about that. I don't know if that's, when you say that, do I sometimes question? I don't know if that's that's me questioning the insecurity part of me or if I actually feel that way. I don't think I question it. I think I more so question myself as um, far as am I worthy enough to accept the love that you're giving me, if that makes sense. You know, um, I'm not saying that every relationship in my past was like terrible relationships, but they all taught me a lesson, regardless of what that lesson was. And what I will say that I realized as I got older in life that I was I was not valuing my worth. So a lot of times it don't be that do I think that you know that I that I feel that way. I think a lot of times it's that. It's like that, what you know and what you don't know. Some people are ready to stick with their hurt, their pain, what they know, versus go toward what they don't know, which is, could be freedom, everything you asking for. So I think the far, far as my, um, the fact that I don't know if through all my hurt, through all my pain, if I'm worthy enough, you know. So that that would be my answer to that. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. That was good. I see what kind of questions we got going on. We're going to dig deep, huh? All right, so. He said deep. Yeah, hey, that's what, it's, what it's, we came to talk about. We called to talk about that deep, that deep stuff people don't want to talk about. We're going to go mm-hmm. to work and, and blow it off and talk negative about it. So we're going to bring it to the table. Mm-hmm. All right, so what are two myths about marriage that you have learned so far? Two myths that you, as a kid, I guess, thought it was true. And now that you're actually in marriage. It could be not true or could be true. Um, I think all the myths were true. Well, this is what I can say. They say that like a certain percentage of like divorces are due to like money or, or things like that. And that's the one thing that I do love about our relationship is that our relationship more foundation is on like spirituality, who we are. Like, what we represent and not necessarily, like, material things in the world. We, Of course, we want to, like, you know, help our family, help other families and generations to create wealth. But that's not the foundation of our marriage. So that that would be one myth that um, income is, like, the important thing in a marriage. Okay. And it, what okay. ruins marriages. Okay, so money, the income. Yes. Okay, and give me another one. You supposed to got to have two. And so then, out of all of them, give me two. And then the second one, I would say, um, uh, we was talking about men's. I haven't really thought because mm, a so second income man, is one. You're right. So it's not true about the income. What is another one that you can say is not true? Well, this is what I can say, which is very <coughs> odd or weird with us, is that even though we do need space, we don't want space. So, yeah. like, <laughs> so they say, like, spaces, like, you having your own independent time is, like, good for you to keep your sanity. But it's like, we, we want our space, but then we don't. We were like, I need space, but then we were like, but I don't want space from you. So, it's like, how do we balance so is that. Is, is that is that some some of where the beef is coming at? Like I want the space, but then you're too close up under me. But then I don't want you too far away from me. So then you're right. far away from me. What are you doing? Yeah. All right, so are you it's missing like me I, as much as you missing? As, right. Because I know you. I'm showing like maybe I need space, but that's not me. like I really want to be up under you. But then like I know for our sanity's sake, because you with family staying under one household, there's always fights. There's always arguments. Yeah. You know, and so that's how I look at it because we are we're fully fam, we're family. Well, we're family, yeah. So I gotta like sometimes I'm like I know we need space so we can stop getting on each other's nerves, but then at the same time I'm like I just love being up under you. So like <laughs> that's finding funny. that balance. That's funny. I would, would never like imagine that part because like sometimes I feel like I'd be annoying as hell. Or, or um, I think both of us be annoying to each well, other. Like I can tell, like a lot of times I'm getting better, like telling when you want the attention, but you don't want the attention. Like I'm here, but I'm gone. Right? Yeah. I just, you know, I'm still here, but I'm gone. All right. Yeah. You know, so I can, I do it too. I like throw a jab, like yeah, there's a bomb, and then I'm gone. Like, yeah. And you're like what? Like just to get you out your little tunnel vision. That's funny. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of 
kind of crazy to know that that wasn't a uh, um, only thing. That makes sense. Yeah, that wasn't the only thing. That's cool. All right, all right, all right, babe. So we're going on a number. What number two? Yeah. No three. Number two. Oh, you're on number two. Yeah, yeah let's number get two it. Question. Hey. Okay. <clears throat> what body language do I project that makes you maybe defensive towards me or question my intentions? What body language do I show? What or what body, body language have body I shown language? that may have made you defensive to where you feel as if I'm giving off an attention, but I'm not? I think, okay, so far as like body language is definitely the uh, tone. You know, tone. yeah, so I I think like most of we was talking about this earlier and uh, I'm, really, I'm really glad you asked that question because... Um, we are from two different parts of the world. Like, mm-hmm. literally from up north, mm-hmm. and I'm from down south. Mm-hmm. And it's the way you say things. Like, you can be like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you can tell somebody irritated, or they had a bad day, or, no, you meant that shit, or, you know, or mm-hmm. maybe I'm pressing lip. Like, you always be able to tell, right? So, the southern hospitality is, like, always giving you, like, that hospitality, right? Mm-hmm. So, that hospitality mindset is not broken until someone perceives themselves rude, and it's like you're forever rude at that point. And mm-hmm. that makes sense. I don't know. That just make could be just me, but it could be like uh, a southern thing. But like me, if if I talk to you like as a teacher, like my teachers as a kid, if I talk to you with respect and you come at me like feisty, like rah rah, rah like we had some up north teachers, you know, every now and then. And mm-hmm. if you rah, 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 I mean, it's just like you catty, you swinging your neck at me, or you coming off kind of like you're being nice, but I know that you're just only buying your tongue. Like I could tell. Then as a kid, I used to, I used to, I used to play on it. Like, oh, I'm, a, I'm gonna bring it out. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? That was, that was just me. But that's, that's because I felt like that's what you wanted. To, you was, you're, you're sending in a nice catty way. So more so the tone. You know what I'm saying? Where you say things because even me, like even me, I'll come off saying things like, but a lot of times, like I say, I'll be inside my mind. Like I'll do, do, do something in my mind and then they'll like, I'll, I'll roll my eyes or something like that. But it's like in my mind, but it's out on the outside. Like I feel like sometimes I'll ask a question and if, if you're kidding me, I guess that's what I'm saying. Like you said, like in the tone where as a mommy, you know, when mommy speaks, she gathers everybody up in the room and everybody pays attention. And when I say, get your eyes off me, and then my eyes going back to La La Land, that's what I kind of feel like a lot of times. Like when in your moment you speak, it's like you trying to gather me as a kid and I become off offensive because I realized that's just the mommy in you. So you're not like gathering me. You just really tell me how you feel. But it's like telling a rabbit not be a rabbit. But do I guess it's the form of that I know that I have like a up north aroma. If you be like, get the water, son. Right. So <laughs> what what it is is that I have trans transformed into yeah. a, my higher self, a more spiritual side. So when I am communicating, I okay. am communicating. As if I'm aware of how rough I can speak or how rough I can or, talk. Or, so I tried my best. And it may come off like, oh, you're trying. But I'm, I'm like literally trying. Well, not trying. I am doing my best to make sure that I'm communicating it the correct way. So I'm not slowing it down or like <laughs> talking certain to you for you to like catch eye is for me to make sure that I'm aware of what I'm saying or I, I especially love when you come in the room yeah you're coming in you're coming in you're, you're like all right when you ready to talk that, that's like I don't like I don't know could just be like a pet peeve when it comes to people mm-hmm. I'm starting to realize that because like, I have friends that like that benefit my higher self mm-hmm. but as far as like my lower vibration I think I have mm, one friend that I'm trying to walk away from because I say that because you you have to understand the people you surround yourself they they become your vibration so yeah the vibration is your vibration you're mm-hmm. not no higher or lower than the person that you're sitting next to because or you associate yourself with or friends mm-hmm. with because that's the vibration that's set so you know start learning but me personally I feel like I feel like like 
when you say it, like when you say it the way you do, like when you say that the way you do, it's like it's like you trying to control me, like tell me what to do. Nah, I'm gathering your attention. I'm grabbing your energy. Okay, now I got your attention. Now I made you feel how I tell you how to feel for a moment. And I'm I'm gonna come and come and hey yeah you right back. Like I'm gonna drag a ball you somewhere across the street. Like here's your energy back, and I don't care how you feel about it. And it's like, is that just is that like my a lot of times like is that just me? Or you know what I'm saying? Or are you just being rude? Cause like that's how you are. You're like, I wanna talk, so let's talk right now. And I'm like, I don't want to talk because I can, I can put you on a pattern. I can tell you, we argue, we don't argue, and then I cannot say anything. I can just walk by and just like stay, you know what I'm saying? Not talk about it. You're gonna talk about it. You're gonna be like, can we talk? So you always like to bring it back. So I'm like, you don't never want to talk when you, when I want to talk. You want to talk when you want to talk. And in those moments, I don't even want to talk it until I like look you in your face. Then I like, damn. Now I gotta talk because then you're gonna be looking for me to talk. So now I still feel like you holding my energy when, you know, that's like the back and forth. So that's that's the behavior that I could say. So I guess, well, we could say, I guess, what would be the best way to, if we disagree about something, go about it? Because if when I'm not ready to talk and you're not ready to talk, we don't talk until both of us are ready to come to ground a grounded yeah, position. Yeah, I guess so because then I guess you can say that's still a sense of control. But it's on common ground now. Right. It's not like one person say, Well we're gonna talk and then you gonna we're gonna you gonna we're gonna talk when I get ready. And then the next person like, Well you gonna talk when I get ready. It's not like that it was like we both agree in that until the other both parties, you know say that both parties come to the agreement that we gonna talk. We ready to talk then we don't talk about that situation, you know what I'm saying? So, I guess respecting if someone say, I don't want to talk about it. Just yeah, those boundaries. Well. Yeah. Well, if if, I'm, so, if you're ready to talk, then... Well, we're ready. well, I don't know. I'm saying far as, like, in a way of boundaries. Because, like, what I, what I always realize, like, with people and even with me, what I, what I try to feel like, you try to relate to that person, like... Yeah. And, and especially when you're married or... You know your fiance, or you build this person for a minute. Like that's that's something that you always want to keep, like that relation, that connection to that person. So I I guess like in those moments where a person like I'm gonna speak when I want to speak, or I'm gonna speak when I want to speak, it's not in a moment of compassion. It's not in the moment of we're both going to display our feelings so we can come to a common ground. It's gonna be well, one person gonna always come with one emotion higher than the other. So it's like giving both people or both sides time to come to where we can think about what we're gonna say. As far as like, okay, because even even you get mad, first thing you gonna do when you get mad is do what? You gonna talk about it? You gonna call somebody? Just in general, what people do? They call somebody, call somebody, get off their chest. Man, let me tell you about this. Or you gonna go get in your car, or you gonna go in the bathroom when nobody hear you, and you gonna get it off your chest. That's the first thing you want to do. So, I think what we should start doing, like, instead of, like, wanting to call somebody or people out in the world, or instead of you want to call somebody or want to say that first bad word towards your spouse, you should, like, say it to yourself over and over, like, two or three times. Get it out. Like, get it out. Like, say it raw and uncut. Like, if you if you call names, like, just to yourself, get it out. That's what you want to say what until I, you get ready to write on the paper. Old practices of what I used well before. Remember, I said I had to go back to old practices. Was meditation? I would meditate and I would say I need a moment to. But then, it. but then, if, let's so say you angry, right? Mm-hmm. And you meditate. Some people would say, "Well, I, I'm angry and I meditated and didn't work." It that, works. It, no, I'm not saying not saying that it do a person like you that's done it. For a while, I've been practicing, been holding to those practicing and master those practices could do it. But what if a person that's like fresh off, like, oh, I'm I, I'm listening to PG Marriage talk and I'm hearing about meditation. Like I always heard about wanting to do it, but I never had the encouragement. What I realize is that when I do talk to myself, like if I'm if I don't 
if I don't just if I do talk to myself and I'm continuously saying it, it like get worse because like the person in my head is like hyping me up like yeah you're no, right but you're that's right. but that's what I was saying first we should say it like in a call in a call go see and then like you said two or three times now you got right on piece of paper yeah now I, those words you have to start thinking about it and if you can sit there like that just like. For instance, you go to school, you get a job, you have to write front and back. I would not do this. I would not do that. If you go sit there, like, if you can really sit there, do three, four, five, six pieces of paper until you no longer mad no more, like, writing what you had to say over and over, you really... (laughs) See, I'm different because I get mad and I'm still writing. You have a whole book. This so you, you should, telling me you, you write just, a whole you, book? You should have just sent me on meditating. That's what you should no, have done. Well, I say everyone has has but their... Both. Some people can't... Yeah, I think that's a, a, a great method. You can still... But I say at that point, people. when you have gotten the bad words out on a piece of paper, you have said it to yourself in a closed environment. You know what I'm saying? Nobody hear that but you. Now you're in this. I got it off my chest. You know what I'm saying? And when you go to the meditation point meditation ground i'm at a point where i'm not i'm not trying to force myself to listen that voice in my head like what i realized by myself that i used to do that i used to obsess myself like get mad write it down i'll say it over and over like you know i've said about the situation like that that's the manic in me so i said the situation over and over and over and i ain't say to nobody telling other people is where issues go wrong telling your family members and your cousin your brother to see what their advice is. That's, that's oh, wrong. yeah, definitely that's agree wrong. with that. But I'm saying, like, just to yourself. Because if you can sit there and talk to yourself for nine hours about the same situation, I know for a fact you wasted a whole day and you weren't trying to solve nothing. You really didn't have nothing to do, right? So I'm just saying, like, write it, say it two or three times, not write it on the paper because now you got to find words to this. And if you can sit there and read that, read that to yourself out loud three times about your spouse, and you still feel like, yeah, like you wrote bitch across the paper and you feel like that's hurt. You telling me you went through all this, you done wasted all this time and you read that word and you still feel it. You're going to feel some way. And if you feel some way about the word that you wrote, those papers, are, those words that you're speaking now, they don't have the emotions, those feelings behind it. Those are what we have to be careful of what we say. Those are things that we go into the meditation ground and meditate. Because going to the meditation ground, meditate, and knowing I have this energy built up in me, and halfway through the meditation, maybe I grasp onto it, maybe I don't. That doesn't that doesn't speak to the universe to still not project all your fears. That makes sense. Yeah. And I, I, there was a powerful quote that we actually listened to today, and it says, you have your way, I have my, my way. My way, yeah, yeah, yeah. Either way, there's no right way. So, I found that more to be the manic way, hmm? right? The manic way, the recession in me. Yeah. Like, I used to, I had to figure it out, I used to get just meditate. Now, I'll sit there, I'll meditate for 30 minutes. If I can get 30 minutes and meditate, I don't care. I'm tuning everything out, and I'm meditating for 30 minutes. You can't break that. But the minute in me, because I found a routine outside of my manifestation, my most highest self. You know what I'm saying? When I'm talking about, like, when people, it's like a month. When they take a month off the month ground, you know, now you got to find that routine. If, you, if I take you from, so I take you from here and we make a whole new home in California, our routine is different. You got to find a routine. Hours different, everything. So when you find a routine, I feel like, you know, your mind, your manic mind. This is for the people that has PTSD. This is for the people that, have, like, literally is those type of person that I, I, I repulsively does things. And you can't get over an argument in five to ten seconds. That's you, my issue. You can't get over an argument. I can get over an argument in 10.5 seconds once it's over. And some people can't. Some people can't get over an argument in five to ten seconds. Sometimes it takes 60 seconds. Sometimes, Sometimes it, it takes, takes a 90 month. minutes. Sometimes now, it takes a year. no. <laughs> now that right there, now I always been a firm believer. My mom always told me, "Ernie, like never go to bed with grudge in your heart because yeah. that's um that's that's heavy weight that you don't want to, you know, if God call you home, that's something you want to weigh on your heart. That's a heavy heart to bear." And she said, a "Heavy heart can't go to heaven." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it's too heavy. So if that's you, I'm not telling you don't be you, but I'm saying when somebody come in your life and don't accept your apology, don't accept your growth. 
Don't accept um, your business ideas. Don't accept um, when you mess up, then you gotta understand that's the grudge you hold on to. You know what I'm saying? You can't be like, you can't treat me like that and you holding on that grudge to somebody else. You know what I'm saying? So just being careful what we say when we come to that meditation ground. That's why that's why I said writing it and seeing it. You know what I'm saying? But like you said, you have my I have my way, and you got your way. You know, neither one of us are wrong. Especially when we get to the same destination. Mm-hmm. Alright, so that's what's up. I I like that little soup. Put put some more sauce on it. Put some more <laughs> sauce on the chicken. Alright, so all right. So your question. Number three. <clears throat> Name three strengths and three weaknesses you see in me. Is this a job interview? <laughs> yeah. I think people should start uh doing more applications when they Mary, <laughs> I'm talking about like roots. <laughs> I'm talking about going back to grandma down um, and asking her who she made with. You know, just okay. playing, just playing. Three strengths and three weaknesses. Well, I wanted to see if the strengths in there. Of course, you, the strengths I would say, of course, is your perseverance. And your uh, dedication and passion towards whatever you go for. Mm-hmm. Uh, your consistency. Man, okay, okay. And, uh, your heart. But your heart ties it. Not as a weakness. Is that three? That was three. Okay. But not your heart also into your weakness. But I would say sometimes your heart does... It's, it's like your great, you know, it's like a, a strength and a, a weakness as far as um, you have a great heart, which makes it a strength, but then it's not your fault that other people take advantage of it sometimes in life. Yeah. So I wouldn't, I'm not going to deem that as a weakness because it's not a weakness on you. It's a weakness on whoever takes advantage of a, mm. of a kind heart. Right. So right. Um, I would say as far as weaknesses, um... I would say sometimes I would say sometimes you have this like snapback. Like it's like a Uh oh. Like a little snap. Like, Uh-oh. A snap? Uh oh. Yeah, like, like a, a turtle. No, I think I think that <laughs> people have come at you so many different ways that when someone is like coming at you genuinely genuine you may not take it genuine and I can accept that it can sometimes I can accept that I can accept that yeah um I would say just the but it's something that you can't help so it would be the one day I will master well I would say the repetitiveness that runs through your head I would master these things one day yeah I am mastering these things every day yes you are um, we got one more. Blueberries. Blueberries. I actually been doing good with blueberries, by the way. I think you should give me a props by going to the store and buy me a blueberry muffin. Well, you so can't can... have blueberries. But no, I'm just, just you know, that was just a thought so, to throw out there. But I'm I just guess. saying that I've been doing good on those. I have not eaten one, and. No one on this God green earth could have came and told me to never in my life eat a blueberry. I've been like YOLO to health for a long time when it came to blueberries. And then I know, but hey, I I take that. And so what do you say about the people that like, that um are going through these things, you know, that they may feel that um, their weakness and their, their strengths um, doesn't hold enough in their relationship. You said it doesn't hold enough? Yeah. Like, you know, every time we argue, whether it's big and I swear it is sometimes, but, um, 
when the argument does occur and the ones like we get in the mindset like we're ready to just throw everything away what do you say about those people that that um feel like i, mean, I can actually be doing this somewhere else what you feel like, like but they still here they still right with this person today in that moment in that moment. in those strengths moment in that weakness moment Oh my gosh, I'm not getting the question. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, I'm, I can definitely reframe the question. I'm sorry. I'm asking you, we all go through strength and we all go through weaknesses. Mm-hmm. And we that's something that we can't, we can't say, oh, I'm perfect. No one's perfect. Everybody has a flaw. So when I'm asking you, during, during those moments where you can see the weaknesses, where you can see those strength moments, what, what can you tell a person that's in a marriage with someone that's going through and know that they want to be with this person, but sometimes it's like, I'd rather walk away. What can you say in those moments that make it those strength and weaknesses equal? That's what I'm asking. Oh, well, I will look at it as, look at the person as, as a human being. Um, what they say is that God created us all and God is in all of us. And so, what is in one human being is also in another. And so if someone is capable of doing something or someone has a weakness, even though their weakness may be your strength, I'm pretty sure that you have a weakness that is their strength. And so if we look at it as someone being just a human being and knowing that the same way you would want someone to forgive you or look at you as an imperfect human being that's not going to be perfect and you will have weaknesses, you have the same compassion and the same um, respect for their weaknesses and their strengths. Um, I think it will be an equal give and take to where in those moments of their weaknesses, you can be their strength. But then at sometimes some people don't want you to be their strength because that's more it's showing more attention to their weakness so just showing the balance i actually saw this really um beautiful story of a woman who went blind or a wife that went blind and she was um she used to cook for her husband do his laundry you know take the bus this is things that she wanted to do she took pride in it but then she lost her her sight and she was embarrassed to tell her husband because she thought that he wasn't going to love her because she wouldn't be able to cook his food and be able to do his laundry. Just, that's what she wanted to do. It was a like a Chinese um, ritual. And so for the love, he, he, you know, she didn't want him to see her at his weakest, at her weakest moments, but he married her through thick and thin. And so he still wanted to be there for her but not also show her that she had a weak point now not being able to cook for him not being able to do his laundry so while she was going blind as she was cooking instead of him saying don't cook for me or I'll do it he'll like just slide something that he sees that she's looking for so she doesn't really know that he's there and then you know when she's doing his laundry he like put certain things on there for her to kind of notice what what color a certain laundry is like oh whites have two dots you know colors have one dot and so even with her walking to go to work he walks with her the entire time but she doesn't know so being there to support them during their weakest moments not trying to you know overshadow them to make them aware that their weakness is apparent, you know, but just being mm-hmm. able to be supportive. And it, it's, a, it's a fine line between there, but it, it it definitely can be done. So, I mean, that sounds very relatable to what we're seemingly going through because somebody I know, they have a hard, hard head when it comes to uh, accepting, accepting someone else being there. Because you're so used to being by yourself, being the head honcho, being the provider. I, I got the bands, I got the money, I can spend, I can get, I, 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 kids need this, kids need that, so I gotta do this. You're so used to being the disciplinary, the mother, the daddy, and artists, and like, someone else coming, you don't even know, like, like, you, um, I ain't even put your business out there, but you fail, I <laughs> being nosy, <laughs> ah, but you fail, I hurt your arm. And it's kind of crazy that you watched that video because I call myself, like, picking up everything. Like, and then, and then even if you got up, like, you want to fix your plate, like, 
I still like you know was there I wanted to like be there but the fact that I, it's like it's like you hate being so catered to like that's the feeling I get like you so uncomfortable when it comes to like being catered to then you're like so socially awkward so you reject it because you because I feel like you you never had it so you don't know how to receive it and I would say sometimes that's frustrating because um a lot people don't they don't know that's okay and that's not uh, a I trait to have. Right. That's actually a common trait to have in a single mother. In a mother, period. They don't think about just them. They think about kids, me, I, okay, everybody else. Kids, me, I, okay, everybody else. You know what I'm saying? And if there's other people such as parents involved in this kids, parents, a spouse, dog, fish, me, okay. Alright, to kind of always put yourself last and I asked you something crazy about your birthday. Your birthday's coming up, so shout out to you for hey, a beautiful Pisces. birthday being. Yeah. So, actually, like, some simple, like, what do you want to do for your birthday? And I remember, like, it just made my head hurt because you gave me, like, seven to nine different answers. And, yes. And I realized in that moment, she has no clue. And when I brought it back, it made us beef at that moment. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize, like, well, I realized that you didn't know, but I didn't realize maybe it would make you uncomfortable and ashamed to say that you don't know. You know, I never, I didn't even put myself in the shoes because I had, like, although I had a mom and my brother and my brothers, you know what I'm saying, I didn't have a dad, but they never let me forget, like, oh, it's your birthday, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I thought that was the knowing part about having a twin. He always remembered your birthday when you, sometimes when your birthday you want to disappear. Cause you know you're not you're not doing as, as good as you want you know and maybe mama came for that party that you want so now you gotta tell your friends that so I felt like in that moment and my brother always made it like it's her birthday and even when was at home it was massive to me it was like we can throw a, a, a 90s party let's throw let's throw 80s parties and it's just me and you and mama and little stuff I think is so corny like that like I didn't see that there was people in the world that had never experienced that. You know, so that's more of like what I see in most people that are bickering. Like I now I see a lot of my friends that are bickering with their spouse or their significant other, their fiance, or whoever they are to them. They're bickering and it comes to that that boundary that a lot of people don't know how to receive the love that you receive. So they give it to you in the best way they know how. And sometimes it's selfish as fuck. And that's the relationship you have to walk away from. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But then the ones that are willing to to let you in, even during their hardest moments, I feel like that's the relationship that's meant for you to grow and be there because um, everybody move on their own time. So that's that's actually beautiful that you said that about the movie. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of were like going through that today. You know, actually, since you hurt your arm, but I'll pray your arm would get a lot better. <laughs> it's getting better. It was getting a whole lot better till you fell again. Don't fail. Well, you mm-hmm. fell. Mm-hmm. All right, so it's all right. Don't keep moving up. All right, so we got two more, two more questions. Yeah, I'll tell you, it's, it's marriage talk, and it's getting real on the PEG podcast. Stay tuned in because it's about the positive energy generation. And hey, how is it gonna be a generation? We don't have problems. All generations go through problems. <laughs> so hey. Our generation is linking with other generations to help all generations unite and solve these problems. So we still tapped in with marriage talk. All right. So what's the what's the next question? Is my turn? It's their turn to ask you. Your turn. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. So what is your biggest insecurity when it comes to our relationship, if you have one? My biggest insecurity. If my, you have one. My biggest insecurity is not knowing how you really see me. If that makes sense. And knowing knowing which one are my insecurities. So uh I I would say like as a person that grew up from the South and the South is not something that's easy to grow up in as a female and it's a lot of topics and things that um people don't want to get real with that 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 happens out there in the South. And families wanna sweep it up on the rug and stuff, you know. So I feel like sometimes being the only female and things happen and you sweep up on the rug and um, relationships and never fully understanding that it's about how I feel 
like in the world. I always, I was always that kid that sat on the stoop. Like I ain't was in the city, never in the city. But you know how like it was that part of um, uh, uh, Hey Arnold. He was like stoop kid afraid to leave the stoop. <laughs> that was like my favorite part of Hey Arnold. Stoop kid afraid to leave the stoop. And why I don't know, but he would just sit on the stoop because he had a lot of insecurities, which was walking off of that stoop. His boundary was that stoop. Like even in the house, it wasn't safe to go in the house. He was safe on the porch, just sitting on the stoop. So that's how I was at home. I would always sit on the porch and listen to my music, you know, not saying that all the time. And I say my family wasn't safe, just that, you know, my mother was a single mother. So she can be at all places at one time, you know. So having to be a twin, an older sister, and older brother out the house, I felt like communication wasn't really communication. I feel like we had an open door. That makes sense. Like, we knew we can go talk to our mom about anything, but still being in the South and, you know, hear your friends say one thing, and their parents projected one way, and then your friends said, oh, my parents projected this way. It's kind of put those projections onto your parents, no matter, like, what boundaries they set up. So how do you think I perceive you? So I, um, because... A lot of times, like, I want to say, like... I, I feel like you perceive me in the light. Like, I feel like you perceive me in a way that I have I have not fully potentially seen. And it's crazy. Because, like, I've stepped out on the perfect to, like, start things in my life. It's starting a business, owning a business, owning multiple businesses. And, like, literally making figures out of that business, you know. And meeting you along the way has been a journey for me. All, all with listening to my intuitions, walk away from toxic situations or... Um, learning how to detox my energy and re-cleanse it, meditate, you know, like you were saying, knowing how to meditate. Sometimes that's take long sessions and being connected with the most, John, and understanding myself and what I really want out of life and, and see what I say, you know, watching it manifest. That, my, that self led me to you. And I feel like <clears throat> when I didn't, excuse me, when I knew you didn't see me, think that was that was the okay part like like I didn't I was okay with you seeing me because I know you didn't know me that makes sense like you don't really know me you don't know my darkest me you don't know me you don't know the real me so I can most people like they have a a, not say a facade but most people have a have a um a mask that they wear you know what I'm saying you get I'm I'm usually quiet and that's not something people didn't know about start today start quiet I'm actually quiet, and sometimes people terrify me. But I use my fear as fuel. So even in a room, I'm not trying to be noticed. Somebody would notice me, put me on front blast, and I would like, I would make the, I would make a room laugh just to keep myself from folding. You know what I'm saying? So that's just like, that's just me. I'm learning that I can't project, project your, my insecurities on you, or my past insecurities on you. Because when I met you, I didn't come with the insecurities. I came with, you know, a lot of people come with trying to oppress. You know, I don't have no problems. I don't have no insecurities. I'm good. Everything is safe. You come to me. I want you. That was kind of like, it's anybody that's trying to give with somebody. Today, like you said, till you actually see me. And now that's where some people start to rebel at. Bell that I want to pull back from this relationship because now you've seen a part of me or you've seen a side of me. I can't get that purity side back, you know. So basically, like seeing the grass green on the other side before you actually go through the season and see it die and come back to life, something, something like that. That real grass, cause that fake grass just gonna be green and you'll come pull it up, turn it back green, but that real grass gonna turn. So it's like people in my relationships, I realize people ran because. I had the ability to see them. And even me, I self-sabotaged some relationships in my past because um, maybe we saw each other and didn't want to be seen. Or maybe maybe um, I knew who I was, but they wasn't ready to come out to their family. You know what I'm saying? But the fact that, one, I didn't come to the relationship like that, I feel like that's where I want to get back at because I feel you see all of my insecurities. And that's something I can't repaint. That's something that you have to repaint, you know. And I think that's that's the well, a lot of people, friendships or marriages, um, it gets tough because I can't repaint my picture that I've already made. I feel you know, the same. That makes yeah. sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I completely understand that when you say that because there's some things 
you look like ah, I wish I would have did that like just in our relationship I'm like ah, I wish I would have handled that differently I was like I would have never handled that like that before like why did I handle it that way yeah I realized it's like when it's like a, a not comfortable but when it comes to you don't allow everyone to see your vulnerable side and you don't let everyone see those insecurities or, or see you know what things you suffer from those dark deep secrets that's right. somebody you lay down you know that you right. make a promise with and so it's the fear I, I from from my side it's the fear of you know letting that vulnerability out but then also knowing that this person can walk away with yeah. that and I gave you you know the trust of that part of all of me Okay, now you've seen the worst of me. Now, yeah, like let's get back to the best part. Yeah, you've seen all that I can possibly do, and that's okay, okay, okay. Get a little deep, get a little heated, but uh, I liked it. I like it. I like it. Like I said, we we did not read any of these questions to each other. This is the first real answers, and we want to be able to help every body around the world with their problems with their solution because we in it together you guys can teach us we can teach you we can elevate together so i'm so i'm actually so happy that we're doing this marriage talk because it's helping me learn so much about you and you being able to hear like hear my head that makes sense like people mm-hmm. hearing hearing what i can't say what i want to say you know what i'm saying so hey i like that so what we, we on number four mm-hmm. all right number four any sacrifices you had to... Is there any sacrifices you had to make for the change? If so, what are they? You spoke on merging families. So, when you were coming to marriage, you usually two single people decided they're going to be together. So, there's change that happens between both of them separately and together. So, what are... Let's get put two changes that you've seen that you had to make within the relationship to make it work. I would say, well, I would say the sacrifice was um, everything that I that I sacrificed and gave up. I really gave it to God and knew that blessings and everything was gonna come back better. I would say the only the only thing, I, of course, for both of us is the social side. Right. Right. I would say that was okay. the only sacrifice, but at the same time, it's like the people was like, whatever. Yeah, I wasn't really social. Anyway, I would say as far as networking-wise, of being careful. Not not that I connected with... I connect with a lot of people, like, as far as networking-wise, as far as doing marketing and thinking and all that. But when being single, if a person is flirting or doing whatever you're like whatever I already know you know that I'm not about to do anything with you or you you I'm not as fearful with connecting with people right. I think I have more fear connect like trying to reach out and connect with other people for the simple fact of the disrespect that they may hold and you you had to get on me too of, of that of like yeah. oh well if this person is I'm like well I don't want I don't like this person like yeah. I just He's just, I just connected him on for certain things. I've actually seen that happen things. when we went, we, <laughs> we uh, took a yeah. ride to it, was it? We to, went, we, back to Mississippi. Yes, we was at a car, we was at, we, yes, we was traveling, it was getting a rental car. Yeah. And I literally, in front of you, yeah, like, I we, asked the guy, like, hey, I told him, like, hey, you know, we networking, do forest, yeah. networking, and I was like, hey, what's your social media? And he was like, I'm married. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. He was like, I'm, I'm married, I'm taken. I was like wait no yeah. no no me and her we're together he's, he's like, like yeah yeah, yeah, sure. yeah sure i'm taking i'm like yeah. i don't want you like it was just, and i'm looking at her like do you see this so it's just like <laughs> it's just like the yeah. it's just be i want to be because i do like to network and do like to be social in that way but as far as finding my, the right people alongside, because typically I would just network with everybody. Just, hey, hey, what's your yeah. number? Hey, 
you know, not thinking about it, but now I feel like I'm a little more reserved yeah. as far as because I don't want anyone to think that I'm coming off a certain way. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, especially especially now, too, like, oh, it's same sex, so you do it with women, they think, too, they think it yeah, now. like, oh, what's going on there over here? Yeah, so yeah. that, I, I would like- say that was the only sacrifice, but it wasn't really a... That's it. But now I just have to figure out the the boundaries as far as, you know, connect, network, but yet, you know, yeah, cutting that off, making sure that it's, it's respectful. Yeah, I feel it. I feel it. All right. So your turn. Let's go. Let's get it. Let's get oh, it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Hey, it's getting. I, hey, I hope this is helping you guys just as much as helping us. It's definitely such a blessing. Hey. Always tune in. You never know what the PG podcast have up their sleeves. Hey, at the marriage talk table. Let's get it. Let's go. Okay. So in a sick kind of way, do you like how vocal I am about how much I love you? In a sick kind of way? Yeah. Like in a knowing kind of way? Yeah. Well, like, yeah, because I I guess you like always got to be careful with me. Because I used to say, um, I used to say, I want to, I want somebody that's going to be like, that, that like like I love you like that loves me you know all mm-hmm. the time and let me know and like be real about it and you are very vocal and in my grind mode like I ain't gonna tell no story like when I'm in my grind mode and I'm trying to like just straight through get through the day like yeah and I feel that's when you like you feel me detest the most and then that's when you don't know if I have a problem or there's a problem if I try to escape from something. And a lot of times it's just, I got to get this work done. So, you know, if I talk to you too long, if I have a conversation with you too long or we stand around each other too long, we either fall asleep or we get lost in the conversation. So I always try to like divert um, my attention back to what I had for the day or the tunnel vision, depending on how busy we are. And, and sometimes in those moments you want to be seen the most. Because you you can't really tell. That's how I feel. You can't really tell Ooh, if I'm. But isn't it on both on de- sides? Detach. Yeah, it's. I mean, it is both sides. It is both sides because I I can tell when you like in your grandma. But when I say though, we'll be like, oh, let's take a break. All right, let's take a break. We'll take a break. With my with my grandma, I kind of like gotta get away from the screen because it's like. I, I gotta like detach my mind. I'm always trading. I'm always elevating. I'm always in motivation, mentorship. PG. I'm always over here, you know. Or is um, d- design products or whatever we gotta do with our business. Always into this. And then, you know, I feel like we go to have our little moments. Like I can't like like I'm not taking the computer with me. You know, we having that moment. But you by being you know Miss CVO of everything. You know, holding the media over here. I feel like your phone is like the ultimate camera these days. Like, like <laughs> you know, artists now just take pictures with a whole camera. Now you can really take pictures and do anything, full theme, everything from your phone. So, like, I know now when I feel like, oh, let's take a break. Like, sometimes you still on your break, you be on that phone. So, then it's sometimes kind of hard. You're like, are you taking a break? Or are you still working, you know? So, I think it's... It's kind of like that, but it's it is on both sides. I'm not like I'm not picking point. But do you choosing. love? Do you like how I? In a sick way, in a sick way, and sometimes I just be like stop assuming because you're getting to assume mode. Like, is it this? Is it that? Is it this? Am I in a way? Is it, I'm like, oh my god, just stop it, just hush, just quiet my mind. Because at that point, I'm just like, there's nothing wrong. Everything is just need to be done. Alright, but we get so much done in a day. Did I know if we just sit here and we talk about how much we done in a day? Even just a little brief we had we was at the millionaires retreat retreat and we were talking to people and networking and they're like, Oh we have kids, oh we have kids. We're like, Yeah, we have kids. Oh yeah, we have I have one, yeah, I have two. Oh, we have five, huh? Yeah. And then it's like, wait, 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 wait. Remember huh? what do y'all do? Remember <laughs> when we were sitting down, we was writing like our goals out. Yeah, it was like and we didn't say the, anything, the but we was... just subtly pulled out our goal book. Yeah, and then yeah. the girl the the lady beside it was like, I need to take a picture of you guys because this is like so cute, like so amazing. I wanna do that with you remember when she said Yeah, that? because I remember um <laughs> I went out to the balcony of the um mansion. I went out to the balcony and I was just hearing all the guys talking like motivation but guys don't really talk motivation they're like rah 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 motivation yeah. 
I'm a man. Rah, I'm a <laughs> rah, rah, rah. You know some, what I'm saying? Some, you some, You have the ones that are now. so catering to you and nurturing to your actual feelings, but you got the ones that's like, yeah, men are not supposed to cry. Rah, 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 with the tear coming down their face. Yeah. So they was just having a little heart-to-heart moment. We all in the mansion and we got far. So, you know, people just out here showing gratitude. Right. So I'm like, I'm literally sucking in all this green golf air you know it really yeah. reminded me when i used to live on the golf course so that was actually dope because i'm like all oh, this fresh air yeah. they always keep it mm-hmm. clean and i'm like that's me like that's me you know what i'm saying like i i was thinking about all the things that we have accomplished in our life and how we got to that point and the amount of bedrooms he the, the mansion was we was getting this, we got the same amount of bedrooms getting built in our house now so it's like wow i'm on to something so I'm like, let me go back in and sit down. So the first thing I did was pull out my book. And then I didn't realize you was writing until the lady said something. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's crazy. We are writing goals out here. Yeah. In India. So that was pretty dope. All right, your turn. Oh, it's my turn. Yeah. All right, so last question. <laughs> last question? Yeah. Did you just have the last question? Yes, no. That wasn't my last question. No. I got a last question, and you have another last question. Okay. So, it's question number five. Okay. I do it, and then you do it. Okay. All right. So, question number five, and we're going to wrap this thing up and keep it going. Hey, that's why it's called Marriage Talk, and I like that we're doing it in the rawest time. All right? So, look. So, the last question is, what is the next level up in this marriage do you want to see? Oh, the um, next level up <clears throat> us being able to communicate how we feel without any feeling judgment or insecurities from both sides that's really or a good not, idea or not feeling attacked by the other side elevate yeah I like that I would say that that's the next level up alright your turn. Last and final question on the PEG podcast marriage talk. And thank you each and every last one of you guys that are listening and tuning in. Because if it wasn't for you, it, hey, success can be, 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 be possible. Look, I'm stuttering. Can be possible. And we want to see everyone possible in relationships and goals and life goals. So, hey, we giving it, we got to solve this, solve this solution. Look, solve the solution all the way around. So, Last and final question. Okay, you ready? This I'm is the ready. banger. Oh, uh, it's the heater. Ballpark. Okay, do you think past relationships smear the purity of what we have? That's a good question. For example, you know, um, I view sex as a love language. <coughs> yes. And I don't see you as a sex object. So yeah. do you think from past relationships that you view the way I view love language as objective? And do you think that past relationships have smeared the pure love that we have for each other from off of not what we have as insecurities, yes. but from past relationship insecurities? Um, I would say that because a person like me, like... I I could never I'm never could never been that type of person to be like hey let's just one time um, nah like I always I always like vibe with the person I'm, I'm with like whether I'm with you we just vibe it out there's a communication between me and you but we still got that connection we still you know vibing you know what I'm saying so I never could be the type of person just like all my friends just like hey let's just meet up yep I saw that girl today yep tomorrow I had that girl. I was never that type of person. So, for me, that is like a strong yes because of, well, there are called deceptions, you know, when they're smeared and unpurified. Mm -hmm. uh, It's a deception. And I will say that um, the deception part of the not wanting to be hurt part, like, just having this, this image of, I can have it. I can finally have it. But is it true? You know, is it really true? And, well, if it ain't true, let me have a part of me that prepares that. If that makes sense. And that's, I understand that's where a lot of my 
like anger or miscommunication or um, deception come from is is the past deceptions because I have this well if I give you all of me then and you don't give me a little of you then I'm gonna be crushed or or if I just give you a piece of me and just hold this little bit back and you give me all of you then it's always the universe always telling me like nope 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 all all of you you know what I'm saying so I feel obligated to the universe to want to get better in that so I do want to change my answer to the last, your last question. I want us, our next level up is to burn all our boats. Burn all our boats.